I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is the Rose and Shine podcast. Featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Hi, good morning. This is uh, Josephine from Woodstock. And good afternoon. This is Victoria sending from Stockholm. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing excellent. Had a lovely day yesterday with our yearly art exhibition tour, which was me arranging, and that was so much fun. But how are you in Woodstock? I'm thinking like festival 60s <laughs> when I hear that. Yeah, no, it's lovely. We rented this lovely little house. It's it's like lovely autumn colors, which is what we were aiming for when we when we went here. And then yesterday, yeah, we went into Woodstock. And yes, it's super cute, but it is a cliche. <laughs> like, it's all shops with like Tibetan, like music or like, um, is it called tie-dyed in, in English? You know, these uh, t-shirts in these crazy colors that you have dipped in water <laughs> yourself. And yeah, so I was a bit surprised. Like, it's really, yeah, it's really a pilgrimage. You can see that. People are coming here to to buy Jim Hendrix uh, LPs. and um, Which you, have, of course, have done in mass. Uh, of course, <laughs> of course. No, we weren't really part of, um, of buying those things. But it's very cute. But yeah, very much still living on the Woodstock era. Okay, good for you. And I have some great news that I wanted to share with you and all the listeners. And that's that we ended up on the new and noteworthy list on iTunes this week. Yay! Our goal! We really explicitly set this goal and it happened. Yeah. So we have loads of new listeners, these episodes. Yes. And the cool thing is that we've checked the statistics and we have listeners from 51 different countries all over the world. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially since the entire idea really with Rose and Shine came from the idea that we should create this global community. So thank you everyone for listening in. Now just go onto our homepage, roseandshine.com. And which is R-O-O-S and shine.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, read more and press join us so that you get all the newsletters and pep sheets and everything. We would love to get you more involved, actually. 
Absolutely. So did you see all the different um, countries we have listeners from? I mean, 51 different countries, but on and top all is... continents, right? I know. It's so cool. And it's really good. We have the UK, Sweden, US, Dubai, Ireland, Spain, Holland, really, but everywhere from. That doesn't really represent all continents, <laughs> but we did have listeners no, from No, but those were our top countries. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, everyone. Yeah. But I noted one thing. You know how you always talk about that you feel like you're really a Mexican at heart? and I've been told that I'm a Mexican <laughs> at heart. I don't always yeah. say that I am. <laughs> you kind of do, and bragging about all your Mexican friends. And I see that we have one listener in Mexico. <laughs> oh, I know. Sofia. Sofia, ¿qué pasa? Necesitamos más. Yeah, okay. So I'm telling Sofia here, we need to get more. I'm sure she's the... Um, She's yeah. the listener. Until then, I'm just going to believe that you've been faking that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is actually a, a good thing, because today's topic is really about fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's um, it's exciting. You came up with this topic and I was immediately uh, intrigued and excited <laughs> yes. talking about this. We could come back to that later, but you just thought that was a brilliant theme straight away. <laughs> but okay, so fake it till you make it. So what it really does, it's suggesting that by imitating confidence or competence or an optimistic mindset, you can actually realize those qualities in your own life yeah so you become it mm -hmm. by, by thinking or by believing yeah and you know even though the saying fake it till you make it sound like a new saying it's coming from aristotle's ideas already that to be virtuous one must act as a virtuous person would act mm -hmm. uh, we have freud and adler in the 20s that really created this therapeutic technique that is called acting as if. Mm. So it's not just a trendy thing to talk about. It's been for a long time on the top of mindset, really, for a lot of people. They have been faking it before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if we talk about act as if, it's really a common prescription in psychotherapy. And it's really like, if you want to feel happier, do what happy people do, smile. If you want to get more work done, act as a productive person. I think that's great. I thought, I thought that was pretty, that was, I, I read that and I was maybe feeling a little bit unproductive. I read it Friday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that could be interesting. I'm not sure. It's not really giving so much meat to that comment, but But yeah, we could we could dig into that. I I think this one speaks for itself. It says if you want to have more friends, behave like a friendly person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I would say be a friendly person rather than behave one. Really. Yeah, but, but then it's not faking it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess you have to like kind of yeah. Now I'm gonna act like a friendly person would do. Like they would talk to people and say nice things. Yeah, and then I would say, and if you do that, you're like realizing, wow, this feels really good. So I'm going to become a more friendly person, right? Yeah. But I think that the entire essence is that, you know, too often, many of us, we hesitate to spring into action because we want to wait until everything feels just right or that we think that we're like 100% ready. But research shows that Actually changing your behavior first or really going for it before you're at that 100% can really change the way you think and feel. Yeah, and I was reading one of our 
ours, mine, I would say at least, uh, Gurus. He has the movie I Am Not Your Guru, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's an amazing character. But he has a, a lot of interesting and good uh, books. One of them is Awakening the Giant Within. And I think it is in this book that he writes about that a lot of us are waiting to, we don't feel confident before we feel competent Mm -hmm. meaning Mm -hmm. so a lot of us are waiting to get that feeling of confidence until we know that we can do something difficult or until we know that we I don't know are are really good at something but he's really saying you should change your mindset or he has changed his mindset so he's confident from the start like that is the mindset he's confident that he can learn he can he can make things happen so he's confident before he is competent yeah doesn't necessarily mean you know that he will I assume you know lie and say that he can do things that he can't but he has a confidence he comes in with confidence and really think that he can do something because also maybe experience is telling him that he can learn something and then learn it on the job so to say i'm i'm thinking back of my uh, yoga example from two episodes ago and keep learning you know i of course i didn't feel confident really but i kind of faked my confidence and i went in and ran that yoga class right and it kind of made me a better future yoga teacher, right? Yeah, I mean, now you don't even have to go to this yoga teacher training because you've already (laughs) held your first class. (laughs) I'm so excited to really learn how it's going to work, to really become competent. Okay, so share with me, fake it till you make it. Do you have any, um, any ideas of what have you faked well what immediately comes to mind for me when it talking about kind of faking it is is languages you know how you you don't really know a language and I think it's so ah see pero no <laughs> yeah when you can yeah. <laughs> see and I'm like yeah because I don't speak Spanish so it sounds fabulous but it's like me in French you're like we we yeah. where <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So uh, I, two examples come to mind. One is so funny when it, this is actually when I was uh, only like 15 and we were traveling and I had my best friends and we were so fortunate because we always got to join each other's family vacations, right? Uh-huh. So I would go with this family on a lovely vacation to Italy and we were driving down all the way from Sweden to go there and this family they're all super blonde and you know me I'm all dark and they had been practicing and gone to like courses in Italian all spring to really prepare for our vacation and then in the car down they were kind of teaching me like the common phrases and everything Mm -hmm. now once we then get to Italy it's so interesting because wherever we went together and you know they would really try their Italian but people they would immediately turn to me looking more like an Italian. And I, of course, you know, quickly kind of got in the mood of this Italian that I didn't really know. Yeah, you didn't like that at all. (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) so I was just like really it was so much fun and people were like yeah yeah you're from Italy and I I learned a couple of phrases you know like no no I don't speak Italian I'm from Sweden and they were like yeah haha (laughs) and everything (laughs) but anyway that skill of faking languages came in handy then when I got my first proper job after China and 
I started to work for Hilton in Brussels. And really, Hilton, the corporate language was English. But once you were sort of in the hotel, it was French that mattered. Yeah. So... And for me, I mean, I had been done. A, I'd done a traineeship in Paris. I did speak some French. Well, I mean, I spoke French, but not great. Yeah. So I remember being so nervous for my very first workshop that I was going to do, and it was an introduction program to Hilton, and it was going to be in French, right? Mm -hmm. So I had been practicing and practicing in front of the mirror all days, you know, before. Yeah. So here I was and, you know, the first session that I held was, it was going pretty well. But then one of the participants, she got some kind of an attack. She started to hyperventilate, you know, and she kind of fell on the floor and it was like a big drama and everyone was <laughs> surrounding her. And uh -huh. she got this brown paper bag to breathe in. And I was, of course, like super... Do people do that, the brown paper? I've never seen that in reality. No, no, that was my first time that I... And only time, really. Okay. But mm -hmm. there was a brown paper bag and she was sort of breathing into it. She was all kind of... So I, of course, wanted, you know, as the facilitator, I wanted her to feel like really super confident or you know uh, relaxed and everything so I went up to her and I was telling her what I thought I was telling her was breathe slowly breathe you know like relaxed and everything so yeah. I kept repeating this but I could see on her eyes you know obviously because she couldn't talk but she looked at me with kind of her panic kind of increased while she was <laughs> looking at me and then I'm starting to listen to myself and I'm realizing that I'm not saying breathe calmly <laughs> but what I'm saying is sweat calmly <laughs> keep on sweating <laughs> sweat calmly and you know so there I got for faking it and you know and just when I'm like oh okay no what am I really and then I sort of like slowly backed off from and thought that maybe someone else was better fitted to take care of her so not really making it but certainly yeah. faking it yeah 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 that's it that's it so uh, but still I think really what I also started out my classes then for the first year, whenever I had a class, was really to explain to the participants how little the words that you use really mean. But actually, it's your body language and tone and voice and everything yeah, exactly. that makes a difference. Yeah. So that was my little startup speech whenever I lived in France, delivering. <laughs> uh -huh, okay. Oh, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, but talking about language, I mean, we have lots of research and also within Franklin Covey on proactive language, how important it is. And it's been, I mean, Stephen Covey wrote about proactive language already in the 80s in, in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People book. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and, and a lot of people always say, oh, what kind, is this some kind of positivity course or what does this really mean? Mm. But actually now there's brain studies showing that you can really trick your brain into by using a proactive language by feeling more proactive, right? That's very interesting. Mm. So fake it to make it, again, maybe going back to the um, Tony Robbins example, I think a lot of it relates to confidence and coming into something with confidence. And I think that sometimes being that confident and assertive person, and now nah, people might disagree with me here, but it's a little bit related to some male characteristic leadership skills. Like 
being that kind of assertive, uh, you know, and, and I, I spoke to my husband about it yesterday and, and I, there was certainly some disagreement in the car from some of the men mm-hmm. saying, you know, you're generalizing and so on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, that's also interesting. But one of the things that maybe we do as maybe as younger women and so on is that we come into situation and we appear really kind of smiley and friendly and I could sometimes probably take that approach like more being the kind of oh I'm here learning and being helpful being happy and being friendly which is quite different from coming in and you know showing I'm in charge or I'm very assertive and I'm super confident so we were talking about this once. I think I was giving the example to you that someone was really surprised that I had a kid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which made me like, oh, God, they must think that I'm so young <laughs> because obviously my age is not that surprising to have a child. I'm not, you know, 21. But almost. Um, but almost, <laughs> exactly. No, and you were saying, you were actually referring back to a kind of a feedback that you got once as a younger person, right? Which was around that kind of, you think that you've done super well, you've been holding, I'm not going to talk about you, but I was one has thought, you know, they've done really well. They've been maybe holding, being in a leadership position, holding a training and being very smiley or so on. But maybe the feedback was that it didn't really seem as assertive or as leadership characteristic as, um, yeah, maybe you can explain it the feedback that you received because yeah it's hard to tell your story so what i do remember was that this was um i was running a workshop for lots of leaders and i got so many applauds afterwards and everyone was really enthusiastic and then the most senior leader came up to me afterwards and said victoria this was really great and you were great on stage but however you are so enthusiastic and smiley and it appears a little bit naive Right. He wasn't going in the male or female approach, but really saying like, but really try to be a little bit more serious and and try not to put all your enthusiasm out there, which was uh, really sort of an eye opener to me, because first I was, well, people loved it. They gave me 10 out of 10 on the presentation. Yeah. But I did actually eventually get what he meant, because people didn't really, you know, it communicated great enthusiasm, but maybe not senior leaderships. But then going back to what you just said and talking to the guys in the car on your way up to Woodstock, is that female and male? Is that different behaviors, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And and it's hard to say. And I think that, yeah, I mean, because one of the questions would be, I mean, maybe the smiley, friendly, maybe we need to... St- change the way that we think about that that you know a great leader can be smiley and and friendly you know maybe that is highlighting characteristics that also could be good leadership characteristics rather than you know trying to kind of yeah swallow those or, or, or make those less apparent in order to be more assertive or more controlled or more definitely um, and I, I really think that this is an interesting take on it because sometimes in female networks etc you get the training on how to become more assertive how to talk louder even how to talk with a deeper voice and all of those different things to be taken seriously but maybe it's time to say hey you can be this a bubbly spontaneous person and that should also be taken seriously
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And I, I think of a story. I wasn't present, but our mother told us about this. And you were just receiving the scholarship from a, a big Swedish association and it was in the house in the concert hall where you normally give out the Nobel Prize, right? Yeah. So it was a huge audience and other people receiving different scholarships and the person presenting was reading out the motivation of the next scholarship receiver, which was you. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, they were saying how you'd been in South Sudan and Afghanistan and sharing all these things. And then you came up on stage with your beautiful, gorgeous Barbie hair and pretty little dress and everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, lovely hair. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, yeah. and mom was just so, she said it was so interesting because she could hear, she was in the middle of the audience and no one, of course, knew that this was her daughter walking up on stage. How everyone went like, what is that girl? Is she the one who did all of that? Of course, immediately, you know, it was such a shock for them that you didn't really fit. <laughs> into their picture of what it should be like yeah or what you should look like right yeah no and I yeah I think that's really true and I think that's why you need women maybe not in my my case specifically here but that's why you need women um female role models yeah and that's why you need female role models and women that are breaking you know not going the ordinary routes but also in in different type of industries that are not typically female because you need to see that 
these bubbly, happy, young yeah. <laughs> women can fit into taking on these extraordinary roles and jobs. Yeah. Basically. I agree. Yeah. I agree. We should keep our female leadership style and bring that more into the table. But I do think there is something we, we can learn or lots of women. I mean, let's not generalize and say everyone, but lots of women can learn. And this is research shows that men in general, they are more confident about their ability to do things. And they don't feel that they have to be 100% certain on what they know before they go out and say, hey, I can talk about this, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there's the interesting um, Forbes article that came out quite a while ago, I think, that and it's about job applicants. Mm-hmm. And it says that, um, I'm quoting it here, but men are confident about their ability at 60%, but women don't feel confident until they checked out each item on of the list. So. Yeah. Before they have 100% of the qualifications necessary for a job, women won't apply and men do it at 60%. Yeah. And I think that's really, really telling. And I think that is where, you know, we could still have more confidence before being competent. Yeah. And I think that we should be, um, we should learn from men in that way because otherwise we're just not going to be able to compete. That's true. Yeah, and I think I've learned uh, quite a lot from my husband there. We were joking as well before this conversation because it's like, where's where is it faking and where is it just like completely pushing the truth? <laughs> but there's several times when together early on in, in our career where we have applied for certain grants or certain projects and, and so on where you had to have all of these like professors on board in order to to apply but we couldn't really get the professors on board if we hadn't really received the grants. Ah. It was a kind of a chicken and egg type conversations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that earlier in my career, and I don't know, I don't know how I would act on it now if I was acting on it on my own. But I think that he really pushed us into. He was really brave and confident. Like we can make it. It's like if we get the or the grant, we're going to get these professors, and we did. Right? Yeah. But we didn't necessarily have people on board while we were applying for it. So, yeah, it's basically really kind of pushing ahead anyways and believing that you can do it. And then it's still, it's not faking it in the sense that you don't have to put in the work. I mean, you have to put in all of the work and even more to make it happen. But there's, That's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's confidence that it can. So really... Yeah, so what we're saying really, and uh, what you're saying here is that it's a way to self-motivate yourself, to drive further. Mm. And I think that's the key. It's it's a self-pep really, yeah. you know, okay, I can do this, I can be on the stage or I can achieve this and not sit and wait until I can do anything perfect, but let's go for it because there's seem to it's very often that we think that there will be other people knowing how to do this perfectly well but they don't they go out and they try it out and they learn and they get better right yeah I think there's an idea maybe I had it but like there's an idea that there are grown-ups out there that know how to (laughs) that know how to to deal with the problems in the world they're not like we are the grown-ups yeah that's so scary But I agree. I remember when I started working and I I was looking at all these, actually in that team, it was mostly men in in the leadership team. And I'm like, wow, is this it? Is this how 
adult you get, you know. Is this uh, creme de la creme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but really. All right. So really the intention is that it's not that you should try to be someone that you're not, mm -hmm. but it's really challenging yourself to say, well, I'm almost there and I know much more than I think I can. So let's just go out and make it happen. And let's pep myself into this mood or into this learning or, or whatever it is, because then you really start to make a difference. Absolutely. So really what we wanted to share then, that faking it till you make it is not about faking it. It's about being actually courageous. It's about, you know, doing those things, maybe pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Definitely. Um, yeah. We don't want to be, uh, you know, from Catch Me If You Can, the movie, which is based on the true story. What's his name, Josephine? Frank Abingdon. Yeah. So he's obviously having this amazing life, but I guess he's putting people at risk, really, by flying airplanes and being part of surgeries. Yeah, we discussed this again yesterday. We're like, yeah, no, he's so cool. And, you know, you can do everything. And then we said, yeah, as long as, you know, you don't put yourself in a place where you're actually, like, risking people's <laughs> lives. He was a surgeon. And like, <laughs> like an airplane pilot. Yeah. So um, I, I guess the essence of this uh, episode is not to become like him, right? That's not what we... But a little bit, you could be maybe a little bit inspired yeah, by, yeah. you know, you can make anything happen if you... Um, but then, of course, and I think isn't there one of the lessons in that movie as well, though, that he actually did take the bar yeah. exam? Yeah, he did. And, you know, you do have to put in some work as well. It's not complete yeah. fake everything. I mean, you know? if you think about the amount of work he put in to all the different things that he created, you know, he could have become a pilot <laughs> yeah. easily or a surgeon, etc. But what I mean and what we're trying to say is, okay, don't go into a meeting and, and fake it. Uh, or trying to be someone else, but don't stop yourself. Go for it. Be who you are, but work hard and, and share those qualities. Don't hold back, really. And on a shitty day, you can go in front of your mirror and smile at yourself for like five minutes. Yeah. And studies show that that is actually going to send signals that you are going to make yourself a lot happier. Yeah, <laughs> but it's true. And it sounds so superficial, but it's definitely true. And the same way is that the language that you use really makes other people also feel happier around you. And, you know, you don't need to know all the answers. It's also quite respectful to say, hey, I don't know, but what I do know is this and this and this and share that, right? Mm -hmm. And and there's a lot of like dress for success and everything. And I, I believe our dad always sort of taught us, you know, dress like it's much better to be the person overdressed and underdressed at a party or when traveling, etc. So, yeah, for sure, you can show people around you where you want to be by the signals that you send out, right? Absolutely. No, I think that's great. And I think what we should do is we'll put, we have so many good articles on this topic. So mm -hmm. we'll put them in relation when we, when we post them, this episode on our website. Yes. And, and then you can go and look into it and read a bit more if you like. Yeah, so all of that, all the articles and extra ideas and everything will always be in our newsletter, which you get automatically when you sign up to join our community on ruseandshine.com. Yeah, exactly. Also, there you can download the pep sheets. 
So the pep sheet is our idea of really, once you've listened to an episode and you have perhaps a good laugh and then some nice thoughts and things that you think, hey, I would want to do this. The pep sheets are there for some individual reflection that you can go back and ask yourself these questions and think, where can you get a little bit more courage and, and go and fake it and be a bit braver than you normally would, right? Yeah, exactly. They're all about kind of making this a bit more related to you. So you can really draw the lessons and see where you are going to fake it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, let us know what you think about this episode. Um And don't fake it. <laughs> and also, by the way, I forgot to say, also join our challenge for this October month that's still going on. Yeah, so we're, we're giving a boost this month. Um, it's all about boosting each other and boosting the, the people that we work with and that we think are fantastic, but that we might not always be telling to them that they are so we on, on instagram we are um we are boosting amazing people around us and we would love if you guys also did the same boosted people and then use the hashtag give a boost and tag us Ruth and shine yeah so uh, until next week have a great week everyone go out and fake it till you make it <laughs> and thank you for listening thank you for listening bye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.